Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 614. This is a show titled, I don't like the name of the show, so maybe I'm not going to say it. <laughs> How do you guys think about that one? Was, is that even nope. going to fit in the podcast things? Nope. <laughs> or AKA Morning Rob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heck with it. We'll just go with that. Titled Morning Rob. Uh, this is a show about Xbox gaming, anything else we want to talk about. Uh, real quick, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on the show do not reflect necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. I am one of your fine hosts for today. My name is Rob, also known as Presar. And with me, as always, uh, kind of heard uh, their voices a little bit ago. Uh, first off, we have my good buddy, Mark. Hey, everybody, this is Mark, also known as Wingman709. And my good buddy, Mr. Brun. Yep, Brun BJ Swig 33 Good morning, Rob. How are you? Good morning. <laughs> I am not a morning person, so... <laughs> <laughs> we, that's why we named it this. <laughs> there's, there's, why we, there's a reason <laughs> why I don't mind recording late at night. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm actually with awake. You. You're, you say you're, you're... What is it? It's 10.15 in the morning there. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that had to get up early. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? True. And you sound as soon as you got on it, I was like, "What the heck? Your voice is so different right now." It's that's yeah. funny. You know, you sound like you just got out of bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I need like throat spray or twelve hours of <laughs> of day to recover or something. I don't know. Nice. Well, you out drinking and partying a little too much last night on the as it was the fourth of the July yesterday. No drinking, no partying. I was out late, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. I'm normally like the sun in the morning, so <laughs> yeah, we're re- we're recording we're recording in the morning because you know we just couldn't line our schedules for the holiday weekend and mm-hmm. everything. So we we're like, yeah, let's do like well eleven my time eight wings time 10 rob's time so it's like yeah we're gonna do the morning and we pop in I was like hey mark how's it going oh it's great bro and then rob comes in he's like hi guys <laughs> <laughs> just imagine what i'm like if i've actually been out partying and drinking <laughs> well you wouldn't be up yeah. right now recording we'd still be waiting on you <laughs> yeah that's you know that's true that is true right on <laughs> oh good anyway. All right, so uh, let's get rolling. Um, we can start off with what we've been playing. Uh, me, basically nothing. Just a little bit of Clash Royale, and there is a new Clash game that came out, Clash Quest. So uh, I've been playing a little bit of that. I know Inner Lattice uh, sent uh, a friend request for that. Uh, I'm still, it took me a long time to actually get the game loaded on my phone because it's not in uh, my region yet it's not in the u.s so i got it loaded on uh, an alternate device and uh, i'm working my way up to where i can actually do stuff but uh it's gonna it looks like it's gonna be an interesting little game flash quest if you're in what like the scandinavian region or canada you can play that now but uh that's that's really about it i think think i played much of anything else just too much stuff going on 
Uh, how about you, Mark? What, what have you been playing? Um, excuse me. Um, I got in a little bit of gaming this week. I did play some more Outriders. So the latest patch, um, really, I was so happy. You know, I've been one of the things I've complained about that game for a while is that the legendary drops when you're doing expeditions you know the the hardest level is tier 15 and you know you can go and complete that on on gold which means you completed it in the the fastest time um you know they got it's time based so you get more rewards if you can complete it in a quicker time and you can go through there at the highest level the hardness there and still not get any legendaries it's it's was supposed to increase your uh, as you do gold, you know, if you do it in bronze, you get less, uh, you're, you have a less uh, chance of legendaries and epics, you know, and if you get silver, you get a little bit more chance and then golding it, you get, that's the best chance to get those things. Well, you could go through lots of times and just not get anything. And it, it was really frustrating. And then when something would drop, it would be, okay, I already got this darn thing. There's so many more things out there that, you know, are available. I can't just even get them to drop. So that was one of the things that they addressed in the patch. And so I got in and played. It was like the first match that uh, Comrade and I got into. You know, we did a, a goal. We did a level gold. And I got like, we got like four legendaries right off the bat. And I was like, sweet. I was just like, yes. Um, and so every game that we were playing and completing, uh, we were getting legendary drops. So it's it's been really nice to finally feel like you're going through these because you are grinding stuff, um, and it's and yeah, legendaries probably you know you could think well they're they're legendaries you're you're not they're not meant to drop every time, but when you are powerful enough to play those hardest levels and still gold it, you know it's like kind of a community consensus across the board and on the internet and stuff has been you know we should get. You should get at least one legendary for completing the, the hardest tier on gold, and uh, they've they've basically done that. It's definitely improved it. They improved it like one hundred percent. I think I've only done one match where I didn't get a legendary out of like ten. <laughs> so um, it's it's almost guaranteed that you'll get a legendary if you can complete that in the proper time. So on gold, so that's real nice. It's like okay, now I don't. It's because it's already a grindy game at the end, so it just kind of helps and not force you to pay play a thousand hours and still not be able to get what you need. So, very happy with that. Um, also, I did dive back into Fortnite this season. I uh, it's been a little while since I've played it, but um, I've I've had fun with with it um, for the most part. Um, maybe taking a season off was <laughs> the best thing to do. Um, but they got UFOs and aliens in it, and it's it, it's kind of fun. Um, they they did do. I think I talked about this last time on one of our shows about how the UFOs are a little frustrating because you can you can get into them and take them over, and you can be abducted. It's got like this beam that pulls you up, and if you're getting near the you know down to the end of the game, like my daughter and I were playing, we had like two other people in the game. Well. They were they were in uh, UFOs and they just grabbed us and threw us into the storm and we died, you know. So 
that was frustrating. And they've actually done some changes to to how the UFOs work. So I don't think that like you can't it doesn't charge as quick as like it it to shoot or to do the abductions takes more time, like for that thing to recharge. So they, they don't have it as as quick and easily um in the end game there when you're getting down to the so if they fire that thing once it's going to take them longer to recharge it which is at least a good way to to help alleviate that problem so still still don't like them in the game near the end but (laughs) it is what it is um also started playing some dark alliance this is a game pass it's on game pass uh it's a it's dungeons and Dragons style game um this one is frustrating. It's a game that I really want to love, and it's got way too many problems with it. And um, I keep playing it because it's like I, it's, it's a game that you know I looked forward to. It's a game that I want to love. <laughs> it's just uh, getting connected with other people is frustrating. Um, I almost feel like this is like they take a page out of the outriders book or what, where you have a co-op game and you're not going to let people get connected or it's just going to crash or it's going to disconnect all the time. Um, Cause that seems to be the, the theme here out the gate. So I've been playing it alone. Um, most part. And that's frustrating too, because the game is, is designed to be a co-op game and you get, as you go through and you get your, uh, rewards or you finding loot and stuff you don't get that it's like it'll it'll collect it and it'll tell you what you got but you can't in the middle of the game you can't like change out like oh i just got a new armor piece let me put that on no it's not available to you until you complete the mission so you have to all the loot that you get you have to complete the mission for you to actually get it so if the game crashes if you get disconnected online from other people, uh, if you are playing by yourself and you get to the end boss and you can't beat the boss, and some of them are ridiculously hard, um, like you're fighting three bosses. Uh, I had one that really frustrated me. I'd picked up a legendary armor piece and uh, I lost it because I got to the end. There was just there was three bosses and there was nowhere to run and I couldn't. I was getting killed immediately. Um, and it was just so frustrating. So I like I lost everything that I had, and I was right there at the end. Um, and there's no coming back to it, you know. When you when you quit or you you, you end up back at the little main end area where you start all the time, and uh, like the hub, and you do that mission again, you're starting over from the beginning. So that's very frustrating. <laughs> I don't like that idea. Uh, now, outside of that, those are the games I played, but I also did get in um, a backbone for my iPhone. So if you're not familiar with this, this is a uh, like a gaming pad. <coughs> Excuse me. That you you it it's um what it's basically it's like a controller. Think of it like it'll turn like your iPhone or your Android into like a Nintendo Switch. That's kind of the best way I can think of it. So put it basically you're putting your phone in between the controllers and it's got this uh this uh expanding 
I guess that would be the backbone. This this piece on the back that that you know expands. It's almost what do you call it? Like a, it's got like a spring in it, so that it, it comes in snug on your phone, and and then you can play your games, uh, your Xbox games, uh, through the cloud on your iPhone. And so I was actually playing Dark Alliance on my iPhone the other day. And, he, and here's the weird thing, and I have not figured this one out. And this has nothing to do with the backbone. This, and, and, I, and I don't think it has anything to do with uh, Game Pass streaming. Um, so I got this the other day. I put my phone in it. I'm on, I'm on my wireless here, and everything is just, just super laggy. Like nothing's playable. And that, that's very resemblance of the very first time that I tried playing um, when I was on... I tried playing uh, the Game Pass uh, streaming on my iPhone, and also I think I tried it on my iPad. Uh, and then, oh, I tried it on my Surface tablet. And it was like on the Surface, everything was running great, but on the iPhone, it was terrible. Well, I tried it again, and then so I was like, the other day, I was like, you know, I didn't get, I just tried it. It's like, oh, this is terrible. It's not even playable. I'm, like, I'm not going to bother. And then I was thinking, like, the next day, I was like, maybe I should try putting it on, um, to see what it's like on cellular and it should be worse than being on my network, but uh, let me try it on cell. I actually played dark Alliance uh, using my backbone through the game pass streaming app on the iPhone over cellular. And it was playable. Um, And I was like, how in the heck is this better than I get gigabit internet in my house? (laughs) Like what is going on? You know, uh, are my kids sucking up that much bandwidth that it's killing me? <laughs> but um, so I did play, and I will say this: it's it's hard to play a game like that. Um, I was struggling playing Dark Alliance uh, using you know on my iPhone just because the screen is so small, and the game still looks really good. I mean, it's it's impressive that I'm able to stream that stuff, you know, through a cellular network and play the game. Um, it, it really was. And I, I sat and played it for quite a while. Um, and I was enjoying it and the backbone worked great. Um, I'm like, this is a really cool little device. Now these things are like a hundred bucks us. So they're not cheap, um, but it's made very well. Um, what I liked about it is, is I'm holding on to the ends. You know, sometimes I tend to be a little hard and I tend to like twist and even with my controllers, sometimes, you know, you're, you're just, you're, they're taking a twisting motion as you're moving and hitting different things. And this thing was very stable. It, I didn't, it didn't, like, I didn't see my phone bending or anything. It felt very solid. And I, I think it's a really solid piece of, uh, of, of equipment. They've done a really nice job on this thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're about, like I said, about 99 bucks U.S., um, if you do plan to do a lot of mobile gaming and you don't want to use the touch controls, um, then I would look into this. And this thing actually works for, uh, you can use this for other, um, what do you call it? Other apps like yep. Apple Arcade. So it's not just an Xbox thing. Um, you can use it for Apple Arcade. Um, I think. There's other game streaming apps, and I, I don't remember if they showed it in the box, but uh, basically you just install the app that you, you know, for whatever your service is onto your phone, and 
and it'll recognize the backbone for for those services. So, but think, like, yeah, there's several. Yeah, and I think the backbone was coming with some with Game Pass time. Like, if you're new, possibly if you're a new Game Pass customer or something like that. As mine well. did. Mine did not come with a a trial. I saw it today. Like, I think yeah. they're now putting 14 day t- Game Pass Ultimate trials into in the backbone. Um, right. Mine didn't come with one, but um, yeah. Huh. Cool. Yeah, it works with... Now, you'll want to buy it for your phone. So this one I bought is for the iPhone. Um, and it works with... Where I just saw that list. Um, anywhere, all the way back to the iPhone 6S and 6S Plus. All the way up to 11 Pro Max. I would imagine it works with the 12 as well. But uh, uh, Yeah, it will. I, I, I'm pretty darn sure because they're the same. So, yeah, just with with iPhones, keep in mind that just because the controller works all the way back to the six doesn't mean that Game Pass or, or iCloud <laughs> will work back to the six. That I mean, they're true. That controller is meant, like you said, can be used for anything else or any other games or apps and stuff that that is on the ecosystem for the iPhone. But, you know, Game Pass, I would recommend that you're not running it on a six. If it works on a six, it's great, but I wouldn't bet on it being too stable <laughs> that's just me so but cool and i'm trying to see what other services um i, I wanted to let everybody know i mean i know we're an xbox show but i'm looking to see um what other what other things you can play but it looks like right now this one is uh what do you call it Everything's showing me for the uh, Xbox stuff. But yeah, just know, like, I know Apple Arcade was one of them. Um, Oh, here's platforms. Uh, So Xbox Remote Play, Apple Arcade, PlayStation Remote Play, Stadia, NVIDIA GeForce. Now, uh, this is the... Okay, so this is iOS game platforms and streaming services with controller support. Um, yeah. Amazon's Luna, something called Rainway, Shadow, and then Xbox Game Pass. So those those are the different things that it's showing right now for iOS. Pretty much all the big ones. Yep. And I imagine the Android would probably be pretty much the same. So, but yeah, right. ni- nice little uh, nice device actually. So, but expensive. So if you're not going to do it a lot, I I had some birthday money that I wasn't expecting. Um, and so I was able to replace my uh, Elite Series 2 controller that my back button was going bad. My uh, my RB button there was is getting flaky. So and, and I was like, well, let me try this backbone. So if you're going to use a lot of mobile gaming, I would I would highly recommend it. If you're not really into mobile gaming, I don't think this will make you play mobile games more. Um, So. Yeah, that's kind of what I would I would recommend it for those that plan to play a lot on their phones or something. It's, it's a really good device. But that's right. what I've played. How about you, Brian? All right. I'll make my kind of quick here so we can kind of shoot on. But um, so played more racing. Like, you know, I got my racing wheel and having a good time. So I played more Assetta Corsa. Uh, I played some F1 2020. 
of course, I've been playing Apex. I've been playing a lot of Apex, actually. Um, getting some, you know, people from the community. Like, if, you, if anybody's interested in playing, let me know. I've been playing with, like, Commander Shepard and Armistice and um, and stuff. And, you know, people like that. Actually, you know, I made the mistake of messaging Artemis. <laughs> One day I'm like, hey, I'm on Apex. He's like, well, good for you. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, this is wrong person. <laughs> Cause I always get those two uh, mixed up on my list. But, um, so I've been doing a lot of that, having a good time with apex, but, um, I started Wolfenstein, the new order. So to, nice. to you guys are, are sure pretty happy. I was playing yesterday and I got to the point. So new order. I, um, if you guys remember, you get on a train and you're traveling to Berlin and you're sharing the train with the person who took care of you. Like, you know, at a hospital or whatever. And there was a moment I'm like, oh, geez, I got to shut the door. I can't, I can't have my kids come in here for this. I'm like, I had no idea this was going to be in here. So, um, but I just was, you know, kind of in a prison, uh, in a prison area rescuing people. And that's kind of where I'm at because I had to stop playing to go watch some fireworks last night. Um, so that's where I'm at on that. Uh, I like it. It's fun. I mean, it's, you know, something where you can't like take too serious, but I do like the alternate like thoughts of like, this is, you know, what would have happened if this and this, so I kind of like those things. Um, try to play some sea of thieves to hook up with Mojo red. And we had like a time scheduled to play, but then he overslept. So I actually booted up Sea of Thieves, but just kind of stared at the screen for a little bit and then realized he wasn't coming. So I uh, went and played something else. <laughs> um, so I'm still trying to play Sea of Thieves. I've seen people playing the new content and it looks a lot of fun, but I haven't, I just didn't, I, it just the game, that game's not for me when I'm just playing by myself. Um, and played some Mario Golf, the new Mario Golf. So, oh, and Microflight, Microsoft Flight Simulator. So, on on PC, so I've been playing with Ola or, or Chalk uh, Chalk One, which we talked about earlier. He's really into the game. He's like, "Hey, you want to do some co-piloting type thing?" So there's some, you know, obviously there's a lot of mods for the game. Um, there's a mod called Your Controls, which makes it a shared cockpit. So you both boot up the game and you kind of sit in the same plane, and then you fire up. Somebody does a hosting and there's this your controls and it basically when he presses a button in his cockpit, it flips on mine. So we did like a co-pilot flight together in the same different games, but in the same plane. So when he was taking control, it was controlling the other thing. So which was kind of cool. But we're doing that again uh, tonight, actually doing another flight playing around with it. So that was uh, that was really fun. So but that's it for me. Are you guys streaming that? I don't know if he's going to stream today's or not. I think he streamed his last one. Uh, he was streaming with somebody else, but um, ours are typically like, well, they're later in the day for me, but um, I don't know if he is or not. So if he goes live today around 9, 930 my time, then he's, then I'd say he's streaming the one we're, we're doing. So. Hey, Brun, did you uh, see a thing that happened yesterday with uh, Apex getting hacked? Yeah, I, and I, you know, holiday yesterday, so it was really busy. We were, Evie was singing at the holiday event in our town and and stuff like that. So we were kind of like all over the place. And I kind of sat down and was watching like fantastic 
beasts i think it's like the other harry potter mm-hmm. universe um i was like watching those and and watching star wars and stuff and fell asleep in the chair uh <laughs> but uh, I opened up my phone. It was like, you know, they got hacked and you couldn't like start any games or anything. It was like save Titanfall. And when I say Titanfall, I think they're talking about Titanfall one. Cause I guess people still play Titanfall one, like on PC and supposedly like it's full of hackers and stuff now. And yeah, so like people unplayable. hacked them. Yeah. yeah. It's unplayable. And, and I'm just like, you know, I understand like, yeah, if, if you're going to have your game up, uh, and if you're going to have their own servers, if they're all community servers, it's kind of like, well, they don't have to support their game forever. Because remember, just because you own a game, when you buy a game, you don't own it. That's, I mean, it's just like any other piece of software. Like, you don't own Windows 10 on your computer right now. You own a it's license like, for it, but you don't own it. It's almost like, like a if, long-term rental. <laughs> That's yep. exactly what it is. And, yeah. and that's all software, everybody. Like, if you didn't know that, all the games, even Game Pass, Xbox games, PC games, Steam, it doesn't matter. PlayStation, you don't own those. You know, like, if they want to shut that thing off, they're allowed to shut it off. Um, typically, the they don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Read all the fine print. So I saw that, but then I'm sitting there thinking, like, if you guys want these guys, like, I don't know if they picked the 4th of July for a reason because they're in they're in the states you know like respawns in the states they're in but santa monica they in santa monica i can't remember um but i'm sitting there thinking it's like yeah that's exactly what you want to do to get your point across is make everybody work on a holiday (laughs) and like and i was like that that's definitely i mean you're doing that to get your point across but you're just making them even more angry so now they definitely don't want to (laughs) so but they got it fixed like later in the evening i think so i did play a couple rounds like late last night but yeah i saw that yeah and they were like so these people that did it and you know the people that are uh, upset about the whole situation they, they're even making some claims which i thought was interesting about how ea and respawn are kind of like committing some kind of fraud by continuing to sell a game that is air quote unplayable and it's you know, if you kind of think about it, I mean that that's true because some of these games, I don't, I don't know specifically about these two, but some of these are old and they're full price. You know, they're they're not even they're not even discounted. Yeah, like t- I I thought if you could buy Titanfall, it was like a dollar ninety nine or something crazy like mm-hmm. that. Because um, this is the original Titanfall, if I understand yeah. correctly, it's not Titanfall two. But yeah, two's I mean, a game yeah. pass, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, they're they're in the they're in the uh, store thing as well, mm-hmm. and because um, Titanfall was the original Titanfall was multiplayer only, or did it have a single? It didn't have a single player, right? It was Titanfall two that had a single player. Correct. I can't remember. Yeah. So yeah, like I, I will, in that point, I would say like no, they shouldn't be selling something that they're not supporting if they're still selling it now. You know, if they say, oh, you can fire it up and go do your post your own games or servers and stuff and a bunch of cheaters get in there, I guess. OK, I mean, they can't really do much about that, I guess. So. But yeah. All right. All right. That's it for me. Okay. Let's so, just go through questions. Um, sorry. So we still have we're into July and uh, Rob still hasn't given us his report on the 
TXL Game Pass Game of the Month for June 2021. <laughs> it's a SnowRunner. <laughs> and we haven't picked a July game. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering about that. So, I don't know if you two want to... I did not play SnowRunner. I, I tried, was it Mud Runner a while back? And I was like, this is... It just didn't work for me. I Or I should say, I didn't... It didn't in, uh, thrill me enough to, to try this one. I didn't I don't care for these games myself, so I didn't try it. But what what about you two? What were your thoughts on SnowRunner? I mean, I've I've played it in the past, so I didn't like play it on Xbox, but I've you know own it on PC and stuff. I mean I've and I've had like I have the DLC and stuff like that. Like I had fun with it. it it's fun with friends. I, I would say it's not a uh I'm gonna go do this on my own type of thing. Like, you know, I played with Soul Assassin because when I'd get stuck, he would like pull me out and things like that. Um, I will say the game does have kind of this, you know, you have tasks, like take this from point A to point B. Um, but I, in a way I just like, I, I feel like it makes, makes things like super, very complicated and difficult on purpose. And it makes you go through those hard and difficult places like over and over and over and over again. Um, that's why you have to get like better trucks and things like that. So, I mean, it's a slow grind, you know, but I mean, I had fun for the time that I did play it. So. And I, I can, yeah, I can throw in a couple uh, comments about it. So um, the best way I can describe snow runner and I, I did like it more than the other one, by the way. But uh, the best way I can describe it is that it is pretty much like a puzzle game yep. uh, with vehicles and terrain, which to yes. me is like a very novel, like, you know, it's a very interesting um, way to do it, right? Because yep. you have a vehicle that has its shortcomings, right? And every vehicle is a little bit different. And then you have certain terrain that you have to attack in a certain way and, you know, to try to get through it, you know, very much like, you know, real, like mud running and, you know, the folks that do the Jeeps and, you know, the all terrain vehicles and, you know, driving over sand and in through the forest and stuff. I mean, it, yeah. I think it adequately portrays that experience. But uh, I just think it's really cool that, and, and again, just my perception of how it's a puzzle game with vehicles. So that, that's pretty sweet. But uh, it, it is a game that is not intense. It's one that you kind of just, you know, go through slowly, right? It's, um, you know, you're kind of planning things and, you know, you get stuck. And then how am I going to get out of it? It's definitely an acquired taste uh, from that aspect for some people that are expecting something of uh, much quicker paced. It's probably not going to sit well <laughs> with them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, that's for sure. And, you know, it re also requires some dedication, I think too, because, um, you know, there are times where it's like, you know, you do get stuck and then it's kind of like, well, maybe what I did wasn't the best way. So, you know, you do have to have a little bit of dedication to the game uh, to yeah. get through it. Now, I never played with other people, but, uh, you know, my experience is purely the single player experience. And 
I, I also do want to add that, uh, like in the real life, I'm pretty good with trailers. Um, you know, backing up trailers, parking things. Um, so I, I pull a boat trailer uh, a couple times a year and, uh, you know, I, I've, I'm pretty good at it. At least I, I like to think that I am. I, for the life of me, cannot manage a trailer in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I am a disaster. Uh, but it's just how the controls work that, uh, that, re- <laughs> that really, um, just drives me bonkers with it but uh overall the the game is interesting you know if you like vehicles and you know you want something that's slower paced something that is like methodical and and i would say also that you know in some areas where you get stuck if you do spend the time and you get out of it there is kind of like a little bit of reward it's like yeah i got through there and and then, uh, you know, just a little bit later, you know, you have to drive through the same area. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I mean about the parts over and over. But yes. yeah, D- different trucks, though. That's the other thing about the puzzle part. It's like you see this one area, like I really want to go through there. And it's like, well, you can't go through there until you get differential lock. And it'd be nice to have you an onboard crane and, you know, mm-hmm. traveling up through the certain area. And by the way you know, do this and that. And, and that's what I was saying. It was really nice to play with friends because, you know, there was three of us in the game at one point in time and, and we're going up, up this really slippery hill. And it was like one truck actually got up, but I didn't have the truck. So they winched each other together. And it was like a train pulling, pulling mm-hmm. me up the hill. You know what I mean? And we all made it up the hill, probably of yeah. a hill. I shouldn't have been able to go up at that point in time. So, but yeah, it's definitely like a puzzle type thing i I agree with what you're saying there and um for the people that missed it rob actually streamed it and when he was streaming it was interesting because he had like bib overalls on without a shirt (laughs) and he had a trucker hat on and and a beard and (laughs) yeah you were all dressed up when you were playing online i watched you i watched it okay whatever (laughs) (laughs) he was taking trucking to a whole new level Mm-hmm. So. now i take truck into a new level with american truck simulator on facebook yeah. <laughs> which go. finally stopped by the way hey you that's just, on sale by the that's on sale by the way on steam right now you yeah. can get that for like real cheap yeah so if, if you that, that's the game to play if, apparently if you don't observe traffic signals and uh i actually saw somebody fishtail <laughs> trailer yeah uh, semi-trailer yeah well we we did have some comments on this game um Mm -hmm. on our facebook thread so scott said that uh he says i highly recommend this game i played it a ton over the winter and had a blast it definitely takes some getting used to but i found it highly addictive thomas said downloaded it started playing needless to say i need a driving wheel now never understood (laughs) the draw to these games but man they are hella fun sebastian says i played for about two hours yesterday it's a slow game you will not get your adrenaline go up, that's for sure. A good evening game before going to bed. This may sound negative, but in fact, it's positive. I do enjoy a slow game that that as well made like this one. Oh, as well made as like this one. I played it in bed via cloud on my Samsung Android tablet, and it works very well. So Cool. Appreciate yeah. those comments. Yeah. And now... The, the f- oh, go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to say the physics and stuff in the game. I, I agree with all those comments on there too. Like yep. it, playing it, it's it, it is it's 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 relaxing, frustrating sometimes, but it's relaxing and it's just like the physics and everything of of your wheels spinning. I mean, it 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 was fun. It was fun for sure. Yeah, and you know, I'll add again. You know, this is the kind of stuff that you know the real off roaders. I mean, people do this stuff on purpose. <laughs> right <laughs> with their with their lifted uh you know wranglers and and who knows what else their pickups you know people love to do this stuff on purpose now you're, you're not in these situations on purpose in uh in mud runner or snow runner right but uh you know it's uh it's an interesting experience you know hey mark um the one thing i was gonna mention i almost forgot this was that it sort of reminded me of when we took the Jeep tours in Sedona. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you remember those things? Oh yeah. Just going up and down. The, I mean, there was no mud over there, of course, or, but those are a blast. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's very much the same thing. And, uh, in the, in the board, in the board game space, there's, uh, a style of game called pick up and deliver which uh, is one of my favorite styles where you're basically, you know, taking some resource from somewhere and delivering it to another place to get some kind of reward. This game is, you know, very much that. So it's like, it's like a pick up and deliver game with um, like a puzzle aspect of how to get from point A to point B to do your delivery. Mm. Good stuff. So uh, we we still need to do a uh, a game yeah. for uh, for July. Now that we're five days into July, yeah, we do. Maybe we'll pick something by the end of the show. But we'll have to see what's new in uh, Game Pass. Actually, I just yeah, I've been I've been looking that up. Um, like I mean, we could like Dark Alliance. I did they did put a patch out. Um, I mean that one's a new one, and again, it's like. There's potential there <laughs> on that game. That's yeah. new. We could put that one out. I definitely am playing that and would would play. Would look to like to play with the community. Um, there's one called Immortal Realms Vampire Wars. That's new. Um, and then uh, uh, Wolfenstein oh, wow. Two is new into the thing. The Evil Within Two. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, but Like a Dragon, yeah. Um, I've never played any of the others, so I wouldn't. That's the thing about running that one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if I a just, lot of people haven't played it. They don't want to probably come in late. Yeah, I just saw Iron Harvest. Yeah, got added to Game Pass for Windows. Yep. Yeah, that was a game that I was looking forward to. I think it came out last year, but I never, uh, I never uh, got a chance to check it out. Oh, and I think I know what our August game might be. I'll fight you for that one. The Ascent. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So does it count as August because <laughs> so it's we, late we July? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it could, yeah. That also that and uh, Flight Simulator come out like the very end of July. So yeah, and Hades yeah. also comes out in August. So. That's September. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, so, yeah. It, it came out well. It's mid-August. People probably a lot of people probably yeah uh, probably played it. Yeah, a lot of games coming. Mm-hmm. So hard with Game Pass, I tell you. 
so yeah we're, we're definitely got stuff lined up like back for blood's gonna be an awesome one forza horizon yeah. 5 stalker 2 all you know we psychonauts 2 all these things are coming out so but august uh we really don't have anything uh you know right now or july right i'm sorry july so i mean there's stuff there it's just uh maybe things that we're not necessarily as excited for but no anyway okay i'll let you Uh, guys you guys can decide by the end of the show (laughs) okay so um just a couple things real quick before we get on with the show uh if you are listening to the show uh through our website that's awesome that's one way to listen to the show Uh, you can just pick up the post that the show's posted in and then click play right there on our website but if you use any kind of like podcast uh app or store uh, usually they have some kind of rating system where you can rate podcasts and uh if your chosen platform has that we would really appreciate it if you give us a review on there the more folks that review us usually you get the show boosted up in the rankings over there helps more people find out about the show. So uh, it's a great way to support the show. It just takes a couple seconds and uh, we'd really appreciate it. Also, we have a Facebook group. If you're not a member of the Facebook group, uh, just request access. Uh, it just takes a couple seconds. There's two super easy questions in there. At least I think they're easy. And I'm sure Brennan and Mark do as well. Uh, that just helps keep the spammers out. Thankfully, we haven't had uh, very many of those lately. But uh, yeah, we've got a pretty good uh, group of folks in there. So uh, if you're not a member, we'd uh, love to have you. Also, you can go to our website and leave a voicemail message that's on the right-hand side of the screen. Just click the little widget, and uh, you can record messages up to 90 seconds and we'll play it on the show. Or you can also send an MP3 recording to contact at this Xbox Life for the same effect. So if you have questions, if you want to hear our thoughts on things or just make mention of stuff, uh, you know, we'd love to hear them. All right, so on with the discussion. So there was an interview with Phil on IGN. Never saw those before. I say that sarcastically. But, um, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that was talked on there. Or, when you guys want to start this off? Yeah, it was It was actually yeah, with Unlocked. So Unlocked mm-hmm. episode 500 yeah. was when Phil Phil was on. And, and of course, they're celebrating 500 episodes. So you know, I, I, I like Ryan. I, I did want to add that um, our show celebrated episode 500 a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About two years ago. Yeah, yeah very true. we're ahead of them. Yeah, by a lot. Yeah, by a couple of years. But uh, yeah, so Ryan McCaffrey. I mean, he, I I like him. He's like one of the people I do, you know, follow and and like because I know he is a gamer and and also loves Xbox. So, um, but he doesn't downplay any other consoles and stuff. Um, but they had him on there, and uh, so. You know, Mark was like, hey, how about we talk about some of the answers and stuff from from Phil's interview? Um, And he kind of, you know, we wrote them down and let him go through them. But I thought it was a good idea as well, because there was a couple of points. I was like, ah, you know, we finally got some info on things that we've always been speculating. So, um, 
But Mark, do you want to start it off? Sure. Um, so one of the one of the things that was brought up was that so was it right after E3? One of the things that we had talked about was those end at the end of the like the trailers and the videos that they showed. Uh, a lot of the games that were shown did not list as being support or not coming out for Xbox One, and we had talked about that and. We know Microsoft said they were going to support Xbox One for a couple of years, um, kind of like they've done in the past. And one of the things that Phil Spencer had mentioned uh, and was asked about was, in fact, Ryan brought up the same question. He says, I noticed that the Xbox One was missing from those, whatever he called them, those end of the slides, whatever. And uh, Phil, you know, he'd asked, is, is the cloud going to be the way you guys support Xbox One? And Phil Spencer said, that is the plan. Um, yep. and it, it's really, and one of the things that he did say was he clarified the best way to play an Xbox series X game is on an Xbox series X physically hooked up to your TV. Um, that'll be the best experience. Um, streaming through cloud will allow for Xbox one players to still enjoy the games because like a flight simulator actually is coming out and that's going to be the first one that is not on xbox one you have to have a series x piece of hardware to play it directly on the hardware to play it on an xbox one you will be streaming it through the cloud so but your experience is not because you're coming through streaming through a cloud it it's it's not going to be the same but you could still play the game. It's still going to be enjoyable. You know, it's still there, but you won't, may not have as, you know, there's going to be differences between playing it on the actual hardware, which makes sense. I mean, that's anything, you know, that's technology is, you know, uh, um, as the hardware improves, then, you know, you're trying to play something on an older piece of hardware. We know that, especially from like PC world, um, things run very different. If you're, you know, if you want to run something new that takes advantage of ray tracing, then you have to have a video card that supports that. Right. Um, and that's essentially the same thing, but the real neat thing here is because of the power, the ability of the cloud, they can actually support our devs can, the devs can now build for series X period and focus on that. And then right. com the backwards compat's going to be done via the cloud. So right. it really takes the pressure off of the devs they because devs want to make the best game possible they want to use all the new features and stuff and by being allowed to okay code for the the best piece of hardware and the microsoft says we'll take care of streaming it via the cloud it just frees up those devs to do you know what they can and give us the best product possible and microsoft still supporting their customers that either due to chip shortages and unavailabilities to get the console um or like phil said maybe they're you know just that's where they're at they, they you know they're able to do an xbox one and that's where they're happy with they could still support those customers so right i thought that was really neat yeah i mean i mean because and if you think of it as as xbox in a whole just just the amount of effort they're putting in to try to make sure everybody gets to have an xbox experience right you know like you said like to, to me you know i don't own a series x or s 
but I don't expect Microsoft to say, no, you guys still have to make every game for me because I bought an Xbox one nine, eight years ago, you know, like you still have to support me. Like, I don't think anybody's out there saying that, but they're them saying like, well, we don't want to leave you behind. We're going to support, you know, our players in a way because, you know, they're, they're, they're trying, you know what I mean? So if a developer has a way to release a game on both sides, it's up to them to release it. But if they want to focus on, you know, this generation, the current generation and focus on, you know, pumping out the best game available, then that is a way to say, Hey, if you're in game pass, we can also make your game available. So it's, it's also for like third party people, like if they want to do that, not just in-house Xbox, but third parties, if they want to say, well, we we want to hit this range too, Xbox and say, hey, you can throw it on our cloud if you want. You know, just join, you know, join us in Game Pass and, and we can reach another group of people. Cause maybe certain games have like microtransactions or something in it, you know, and they want to try to try to reach out because I mean, we see it on the PlayStation side. They're taking all their PS5 exclusives and making them PS4 now because they can't sell enough consoles either. Like, they're in the same shortage as Microsoft is. So it's like, you know, they have to turn around and backport their stuff. And and for a company that releases it on, on Xbox and, and puts it on Xbox One and they get a Series X or S, guess what? They just download the game and it just works. You know, it's it's free you know, the delivery options are, I mean, it's not hard. All your saves are there. It's just, I mean, they're, they're doing a lot, I think, to, to do that and help. And and it's not only good on the developers, but it's good for us too. So yeah, I really liked how he answered that and what they're doing for that. But. Any thoughts there, Rob? Mm, yeah. I can see it coming. It, uh, it, it makes the most sense to do it this way. That's about it. So um, one thing that was asked about, and it was interesting because it's like, you know, we've had as Xbox gamers, I think we've had a lot of, for the most part, I believe that the community really likes Phil Spencer. I, I, I know there's some people that don't, and that's, you know, can't please everyone. Right. But the vast majority of, uh, of people out there in the Xbox community really uh, have high admiration for Phil Spencer and what he has done to this team, what he's done for the brand. And so the question was like, came up about, is he going to be retiring? You know, um, right. go out on that high note, right? Are you going to, you know, and that, that personally, that kind of freaks me out. It's like, I love this brand and it's, it's, I mean, I've always liked Xbox ever since I got my 360. And um, I had original Xbox and it was it just to me didn't impress me that much. It wasn't something that I just fell in love with. But the 360 was just like, oh, man, this is so awesome. I loved it. Um, But I, you know, obviously all three of us have uh, a passion for this device. I mean, heck, Braun's retired twice and he's still coming. He keeps coming back for more because he just (laughs) loves the brand. Um, He can't stay away. But, you know, uh, we all are happy with it and we we love the brand and you know as gamers and uh, fans of the xbox you know you you do develop a a passion and a, and a desire to hope that things continue to go well and the thought of phil leaving or retiring frankly to me is a little that's a little unnerving because of where we were before he came up 
yeah. you know, the Xbox One wasn't a good time frame for Xbox brand. And Phil basically said that, you know, he, he loves what he's doing. He absolutely, uh, he talked about how he's not never envisioned being in front of the public. And that wasn't something that, you know, and he's like, you guys know, I'm, I'm not good at this, you know? Um, but, uh, I personally, I think he is cause he feels very genuine. I'd rather have someone like him up there talking to the, to the community because he shared, I feel like he shares, uh, he has a, a, a the pulse of the gamers, and he knows what gamers want. He is a gamer himself. He's not just some kind of empty suit. Um, so I think a lot of people will be concerned. But he basically said he's not he's not planning on going anywhere. He really is happy with where he's at. Uh, he loves the team, and before he would ever want to leave, he would ensure that you know he wants to continue to build that great team. Um, and he's very much about. You know, he Phil gets a lot of credit, and he's very quick to say, you know, no, it's the team around me. It's the it's the whole team. You know, they're all the ones that are that are doing this. He just happens to be the face in front of everyone. Um, but and I and I really appreciate that. I, I absolutely love when an executive says, you know, gives the credit to the teams because uh, you know, uh, they do. They're the ones doing the work, but. If you've got a good leader, then, you know, he's directing where this brand is going. Um, and one of the things, uh, the next piece that I want to go into was because he talked about how the Xbox One launch was seminal for that team because it forced them to take a look at what is the Xbox brand? What do we want to be? And he even mentioned, he's like, I know that Xbox gamers are waiting, you know, for that drop of like, well, when is TV, TV, TV coming back? And he even said that. And, you know, right. he's, and I was kind of chuckled when he's like, you know, TV, TV, TV. And I was like, holy crap, you know, um, he, he's like, you know, the Xbox team or the fans have had a lot of disappointment. And he's like, we're right now, we seem to be on a really good positive release and, and it's a good time to be, uh, 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 you know, part of the Xbox family. And he's like, but I know they're all just waiting for that next bad thing to drop. Um, but he talked about that launch of that Xbox one and how it really forced them to try to figure out who they wanted to be as a brand. And that's where they are today that, you know, their consumer focus, they, they, that's where the user voice came from. That's where they, you know, they're like, let's listen to the community because even when they did their quick uh, jump back to, you know, Sony's like, oh, we share discs. You know, we're not online only. And, you know, the whole play a 360 and a submarine if you want to play. Um, you know, that just so was. It, it, it's like the guy that should not be named who said that. Um, I get his point, right? It just, he, he came, he, he was too callous about it. You right. know, and I, and, and so they kind of quickly did a reverse to try to save face, but the people like us, and I know the three of us on this, this show, we were like upset at the reversal of what they did on the Xbox one launch, because there was forward looking things that we wanted that got basically taken away. Right. And, and it's like, you look where we are now, it's like, we are an online console. 
um, which I found out can suck at times because when my internet was out the last week um, over the weekend, you know, I'd, I'd been, I'd been away at the beach for a week with the family. I come back. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to play some Xbox and you internet's out because we're, we were in the middle of a, we were in a mad, uh, middle of a massive heat wave out here. And it just was like melting all the, I guess the cable, the cable company just was melting all their appliances or whatnot. But that whole three day weekend, we had that massive heat spike out here. It just killed internet and it was down for about 12 hours every day. And of course that was the time that the 12 hours that I was going to play or had the window yeah. to play. Um, but, uh, so I was like, man, it does suck. I was like, I think I can play this game. No, nope. <laughs> which, which connected. ones were they? I'm kind of curious on that because, I mean, you're you're right. Like they were talking about like the online thing, and and the way they were talking about it was like, oh, you don't have to put your discs in because uh, it'll check in online every so often, and like they were yeah. doing all these things. And then, you know, yes, Sony came out and did their thing, but then, as I've said before, like I couldn't play Spider-Man without being online for the PlayStation console. So I mean, right. both consoles are the same, but you can also play offline. It, it's all depending on what game and and this and that. Of course, you're not going to play Fortnite online, you're offline. Right. You know what I mean. But you know some of those single player games and things like that should be definitely should be playable. Uh, regard, you know, if you put in the disc, you know, if it has to do an online check, then yes, I could see that as a problem. But right, I, mean, I believe right. both consoles are the same way. So. Yeah, so I know like Outriders doesn't because you got to sign into the network, um, right? I believe uh, Dark Alliance. I think I tried that one too, and it it didn't. It's like you got to be online. And I was like, oh crap, you know. So I just didn't bother. I just I don't know went took right. a nap or something or went <laughs> found something else yeah. to do. But uh, yeah, I mean, but that's part of you know it, it's part of being a connected online thing. You know, I, if I had cable TV, you know, I get my internet through you know apps, streaming apps, and stuff like that. And even though I got cable coming to my house, I don't use their the cable TV, right? But even that would have been out. Like it's so it's no difference than what it's been for years and decades with cable TV. Like if the cable's out, your TV doesn't work, right? Yeah. Unless you got the, rabbit ears that you plug into it somewhere and try to get the you know over the air broadcast. So it's inconvenient, the, but oh well, it's yeah you know, the the. The online stuff, like those comments, and and it's funny because I've recently seen them on on you know, you know the battle of the console war thing crap going on, saying that you know the reason why a person to buy a Series X is because you have to be online all the time to play the games, and somebody was coming back saying no, that's not true. I don't know where you've heard it, um, but you know those, and and a lot of people are just like, who buys a console without the internet, and. Right. That's actually a true statement now. Like those kind of arguments are, I would say, yeah, back in the beginning of Xbox One and the end of 360 and stuff, like, yeah, I could see that being a problem because the internet wasn't the way it is. But like the internet, the way it is now, it, it is 2021, folks. Yeah. I mean, I understand if the internet, you're, you're right. If the internet goes down, a lot of your, your, a lot of people's lives almost stop. Right. You know, yeah. it's like, it's the same people's like, oh, I, you know, I, I cut the key. I cut the cable. I use YouTube TV, but the internet went out and I can't watch YouTube TV. I'm mad. And it's just like, are you you listening to yourself? (laughs) It's like, of course it's not going to work. You need the internet. Right. Um, 
But yeah, I mean that's just the way it is, and unless, that's and I like I said that's you for have both. A, unless you have a phone with a backbone, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. I, I didn't have yet. <laughs> I could have played Xbox yeah. games through the cellular. Oh, that's true. That's true. But I mean, the that argument, and I'm talking about across gaming in general, right. and, and just across technology in general. It it is hard to do anything without the internet right now. So, yeah. And everything's every, it's like everything's getting connected to it. So, you know, it's, it's, I think to, it's just one of those things that haters hold on to. Um, But it was really what I got, what I liked about what Phil said was, you know, it, the team really did take it to heart and go, okay, who do we want to be as a brand? Because we we're not given a good message, you right. know, and we need to determine who we want to be. And TV, TV, TV is not it. Right. And you know, that's, they have completely flipped the script. He's talked about how, you know, there's been the people that are there at that team now all support the mission, you know? And, and again, it's about listening to the cut, the consumer what do we want? Yeah. And they're and, giving it to us. Yeah. And if you think about the TV, TV, TV thing, and you know, I mean, I know we joke about the, the Sony doing this is how we share games though, but really think about like, thank you for doing that in a way, because yes, we were holding our, our, you know, our company, we trying to hold them responsible for their dumb decisions. Right. But also the media. And, and if you think about it, like all the PlayStation people making fun of Xbox at that time, kind of you know it was kicking them while they're down but i mean like sometimes you got to get your butt kicked to realize what you're doing right like so i mean if you really think about it like that's just what had to happen i mean even the time before you know you had an executive standing on on the thing saying hey our console's 599 you'll go get a second job to buy it like who says that? Like, you know, yeah. you want our console so bad, you'll get a second job to pay for it. Like, no, no, we won't. And they got kicked. I mean, they got their butt kicked by their fans and then also made fun of by the Xbox people because they're like, you guys got to pay $600 for your console. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's 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 went both ways. And, and it's funny because we've said it a hundred times. It's like, I feel like it comes full circle every time. Like, whoever's in the lead or at the top feels like they're so unstoppable and invincible that they make very, very dumb decisions. And what's going on now with like Xbox and Game Pass and doing these things, people are talking, saying, hey, Sony, when are we getting this? When are we getting that? And, and it's just like, you know, sometimes you got to get kicked, you know, beat up a little bit to realize what direction you need to go. So I think it actually helps out in the end. But yes, when you're talking about him retiring, it's nothing but like, oh, no, I'm scared. Because yeah. without him, Xbox would probably be gone. Like to to me, I don't think it, the the brand survived would survive as as it did without him. But then when he does talk about retiring, I'm just like, I hope he gets to pick his own you know person who you know fills in for him when he when he decides to leave, or they have an idea who they want. Because I really think a gamer needs to be in there, like like he is. Yeah, or he can suit. he can retire as long as his replacement is him. Yeah, there you go. How's that? There yeah, but yeah, I, I I do agree with that, and I do I did like when he was talking about like what was the part that you remember the most or or whatever, and it was him saying basically us getting our butt handed to us on the Xbox One launch, and I think that's a great thing, you know, that he said there because you learn 
and this is just in the common life, right? You learn from your mistakes, right? If you don't well, learn from your mistakes, that's when things go wrong. Yeah, it's just, you know, fail early, fail often. That's the thing in programming that we say, you know, you fail. You, how do you make great applications and stuff? Well, you start by making a couple crappy ones. You know, you fail early, fail often. So. All right. Um, another thing that he stated was that, yes, the Xbox does need more family-friendly content. Um, that's something that they are looking at. And so is to this, provide. is this like Nintendo style games or yeah. just like couch co-op kind of I, lights party game? I both, I believe, you know, yeah. stuff that both, I, 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 the way I took it is both, um, stuff that families can play together, um, you know, more party style stuff, but more platforming, more kid friendly, you know, stuff that just expands the library and, you know, ability to bring in more of an, a bigger audience too, uh, and make it a more well-rounded console, you know, not cause I mean, Xbox is known as the shooter console. Well, they don't necessarily want to be known as just the shooter console. And one of the things that, uh, Ryan McCaffrey was talking about was, you know, they the Xbox now has with this Bethesda acquisition, they basically own the Western RPG market um, on this console now. And, um, you know, so they, they've got the shooters, they got the RPGs, you know, they, they've, they've got all the different sports games and stuff. And, you know, somewhere they're lacking is more of the family friendly type of stuff. Um, so that's something that they're looking at. And I would expect they'll probably bring in more stuff. Um, he talked a lot about, um, let's see, I'm going to hold off on, on that one. I'll come back to that one. But there was a question that it was interesting because Ryan was like very direct and he, he, he said something to him. He's like, I'm not trying to ask this question, you know, kind of as a, I don't remember exactly what he was saying, but um, he, he did. It was an honest question, not kind of trying to be uh, confrontational, but he was like, does the Halo franchise, does the success or failure of Halo Infinite, is, or I'm sorry, is the Halo franchise writing on the success or failure of Halo Infinite? Um, because he's like, it's been six years. You guys ended up, because of public scrutiny, pushing and delaying Halo Infinite by a year. Um, and then you, uh, right even now, he's like, you just gave us a holiday. You haven't even given us a release date here, and we're we got less than six months of this year. So you know, Phil said absolutely not. Halo, it, the the franchise. He said that franchise is going to be around for a long time, and he said it is not riding on the success or failure of Infinite. You know, he's like, if Halo Infinite fails, that does not mean the franchise is going away. That's that's not how it works. And he even talked about how, you know, he said when you work on a franchise like that. You know, they they put more that the teams that are working on Infinite are putting more pressure on themselves to be, you know, to build a great game, you know, and he he believes that it's going to be fine. But no, there's been nothing stated that if Halo Infinite's a failure, then that's the end of the franchise and the developer that he said that just doesn't make any sense. And so um, and also he did say that he believes that or he stated not that he believes he stated that we will be getting a release date very soon. Um, 
that they're just wanting to make sure that right now they're just going through their bugs and working on, they've got a target in mind. And he's like, they just want to make sure that they're going to be able to hit that target and it's going to give them enough time to, to get everything ready to go. So, and then of course he made a comment about how Todd Howard threw out the 11, 11, 22. Um, it's like, well, you've yeah. got a date on that game. How come we can't have one on Halo? He's like, well, you, you know, He's like, Todd, he goes, he kind of chuckled about how Todd threw that out there. And he goes, I think Todd's just trying to get his day. (laughs) He's just like, I'm, I'm taking this day. But, uh, he said, you know, it's, uh, Todd obviously feels very confident. They're going to hit that target. And, um, you know, we want to, we want to do the same. And uh, he said, that's, that date's coming really soon. So, yeah, he said, Based on the number, they're like their big bugs and triage and stuff like that. So, like, right. you know, they're obviously knocking out milestones and and <clears throat> some backlog in the bugs because you don't you don't want to release a broken game. I mean, right. what, what was that saying? Like, a broken game is broken forever or something like that. But a delayed game, a good delay or whatever that say saying is. But it's like. You know, we've we've said it a hundred times, and we can't pick and choose what franchise we want to say this for. But you release it when it's ready, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody's excited for it, but I don't want a broken Halo game. You know, I don't want to be right. waiting three more days after you release it and then just watch it get, you know, pounded into the ground. Um, but I also like I was listening to you as like I do agree with what he says about you know Halo. You know, does it you know, die or survive based on infinite. And it's like, well, I mean, or measure of success. And that's the other thing is how do you measure success on these things? These are things I think about all the time. It's like, how do they measure success on this? Yeah. Sales can't do sales. It's game day one on game pass. So 20 million sold on day one, 22 million sold on day one. Wow. Fastest selling halo game ever. Right. Because yeah. everybody has game pass gets it. Yep. So, you know, is it, number of people on the platform playing it is it review scores is it i mean who measures success and 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 what is that because i'm sure there's going to be millions of people who love halo are going to play the crap out of that game and i think that's just enough that that's all that's needed right to do that i i think um the sales seeing it yeah i think it's going to be a couple things uh the number of unique players playing infinite the number of concurrent players on especially like on launch day um the increase or percentage increase of game pass subscriptions you know it's gonna sell game pass subscriptions guaranteed Mm um you know so there's gonna be a lot of there's a lot of different ways for them to look at success and because of Game Pass and what Microsoft is going towards, they're now looking at subscribers, period. They're turning their business model into a subscription model where it doesn't matter how many, how many um, games, uh, how many are sold, sorry, whatever, how many units of Halo Infinite are sold, because they're looking at how many people are subscribing to Game Pass, and then the you know the goal is to keep people continually subscribing to it, which means you need continual content coming in. 
which is what they're working on. That's why they've got so many studios. Um, and you know, and now they're bringing in third party stuff like back for blood, um, dark Alliance, uh, outriders, you know, these are, these are things that, okay, we don't have something this month. We're going to bring, we're going to pay for someone else to come in. Um, it, it's, that's how you're measuring success. Now it it's, yeah. it's changed. It's not, you can't, it's a new world and you got to have new measurements, you know? Um, Sony doesn't have that. So they're still going to be like touting units sold. Um, but Microsoft can say, well, we've increased game pass subscriptions by 10%, you know, well, yeah. if you've got an additional 6 million people paying, I don't know, not, not one, one time, uh, one shot of 60 bucks, but you've got them now paying, $150 a year or $120 a year, whatever it is, um, that's continual income every month, right? So right. It, that that's better than a one-time $60 investment where Microsoft yeah. only gets a portion of that $60. You know, here they get the full price. Right. They, they get yeah. the full amount of that Game Pass subscription. Um, and yeah, so there, there was a couple other things that we'll talk about on the last, on the last section of this interview, but, right, uh, right. Yeah. So, but overall halo is not the successor failure, whatever is not going to, of, of infinite does not dictate what happens to the halo franchise. So that was the big thing. Yeah. Which is good news to me. Um, so I want to go back to the one before that, um, because Brun, you had talked about this before. One of the things Phil talked about was cloud gaming is actually going to allow them to have a bigger audience. Uh, because for if you're only a Nintendo gamer, a PC gamer, or a PlayStation gamer, uh, or Stadia, or Luna, or whatever, Apple Arcade, whatever, Android Arcade, whatever, with the cloud gaming, you can play Xbox games, including the exclusives, on your iOS, your Windows, your Android device. Um, and like Bron said last show, Microsoft has the most non-exclusive exclusives. Yeah, the most you accessible, know? the most accessible most, exclusives known to man. <laughs> yeah, like, most accessible. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so all their exclusives can be played elsewhere, which is the only company that can say that, and um, that that can bring in a, again. It allows them to expand. So a PlayStation gamer, PC gamer, a Switch gamer. Doesn't necessarily have to go out and buy an Xbox to play these. They can stream them and play them on their phone or their tablet. I mean, we had the one person talk about how he played SnowRunners on his Android tablet. Right. You know, it's it's um, you know, so it's just it's it's in again, it's uh, cloud gaming is going to benefit everyone, and and that's right. what I like about again. Where's the Xbox team looking? Who are they as a brand? They're building up their brand but they're also being more inclusive. I mean, that's a big thing too. The today got to be inclusive of everybody. Well, Xbox is doing it, <laughs> right? You know, they're being inclusive of all gamers, you know, why is that such a bad thing? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's, and that's the thing is, is, well, there's a couple of things. It's like, really, we've, we've said it. I mean, I think Mark, you, you're saying like, if it comes to PC, it's not an exclusive, right? Like it, 
I mean, we we may not even want to consider these games exclusives because you could just play them in so many places. Like, right. yes, you have to purchase a month of a subscription to to take part in it, but but you can do it. You can do it anywhere. You don't need a gaming PC. You just need a browser, right? Or right. you just need this, or to, you just need to have access. Because he said it a hundred times. It's like. You know, we want to make sure gaming is is out for everybody, is to everybody. And everybody kind of said, well, then why are you taking it away from us? You know, and, and that's mainly on the Sony side. And, and the answer is, is like, he's not. Do you have a web browser? Like, is this, are you the person that doesn't have the internet? Yeah. <laughs> again, we're, we're back to the whole internet discussion again. Yeah. And it's just like, they're just trying to figure out a way to complain about something when it's just like, what, there is nothing hard to pay a dollar for the first month to right. go play a game that you want to play or nine ninety nine. Yep. Hey, it's not 70. It's not $70. Right. Yep. You know, if it's a single player only game, pay nine bucks, beat it in two weeks and boom, you just played that game for $9 instead of, or $10 instead of 70. Yeah. You rented it. You know, yeah. Yeah. You rented it basically. Yeah. And it was like, well, I like to own my games, which then goes back to what I said earlier. You don't own it. You, you've, it's a long-term rental. But- but you can you, know? you can buy it too. You can yeah, you sure. can yeah. you can pay and if you're an Xbox Game Pass subscriber you get a you get a percentage off of those titles. Yeah. So you're not yeah. paying full retail, you know, if you're a if if you are a Game Pass subscriber, you're going to pay less than someone who's not a Game Pass subscriber. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it, you're get, even there you're saving money. You know, there's there's benefits to being a member too. Oh. Yeah. There's there's just there's there's a company who owns IP and wants to make it available to as many people as possible. And then there's another company that owns IP and doesn't. Right. I mean, it, well, it still makes it available to everybody except there's just there's a instead of $1 entry fee, it's 400 or $500 entry fee. Right. So, I mean, if, if you and, can find it, yeah, if you can find it. Yeah. Cause I mean, they are selling well, right. They, people are wanting to pay that fee. So, which is good. Um, but yeah, it, it's just, I don't even know if around. we can say they're selling well. Um, and this is not an anti Sony comment. Um, I don't know if you can say Xbox series X is selling well, they're selling out, right. but let's be realistic. There's a chip shortage. Oh, uh, well, yes. So yeah. we we have yet what this has been. We're getting close to a year now. So yeah, come November, it'll be a year that these things have been out. And we have yet to see what really happens if they were able to flood the market like they wanted. Right. You know, so, yes, I think both consoles probably would sell great now and beat all yeah. previous numbers and stuff like that. But I'm just yeah. trying to keep, you know, like also, you know, on that flip side, they're selling because there's, there's, there's less of a supply, right. you know, the demand is still far exceeds the supply. Cause they just can't get them out there quick enough. Right. Mm. Which so. is, yeah. Which is true. Which is true. Yeah. I just, it's, it's hard to, for me, it's hard to call these games really like, you know what they're saying is like, yeah, well, they're the Xbox, environment they're xbox games so like to me an xbox game is okay i can play it anywhere i want that's what an xbox game means to me um you know you play it everywhere you want except for it's not on this console but 
you could still play it if you want to. You don't have to go buy another console to to do it. So they're available. It's available to you. Let's just put it that way. So you can't really say they're taking, you know, Microsoft is taking these games away from us. They shouldn't be able to purchase these people and take these games away. And it's like, they're not taking it away. You know, they're not locking it behind a pay, you know, behind a certain, you know, console or anything like that. They are available to you for $1 for the first month or $10. I guess it's behind a paywall, right? They're both behind paywalls. I guess if you think about that way, but you got to pay, they're, they're they're most expensive. Yeah, they're the most accessible n- exclusives ever. That's that's the way I like to say it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, Rob, you still awake? <laughs> <laughs> Coffee hasn't kicked in yet. Okay, just want to make sure you know. You I, got- I think my my voice is getting back to normal though. Yeah, you're sounding yeah. normal. Yeah. Um, couple more things. Two more things here. So one of them was about the Xbox brand expanding. And, uh, um, you know, the Xbox has kind of been known as a, uh, North American and UK console, right? That that's where it's been the strongest, um, outside of there, you know, Sony's just demolished Xbox. And one of the things that, you know, they want to Xbox is working on and focusing on become a global brand. Um, they, they want to become a strong global brand in all markets, and so they're right now, they are working on this. Microsoft is is investing to make this happen. They're actually going through a transformation right now to do a lot more localization work um, and build more community and social leaders in those markets. Um, they said over the next two years, um, this is going to be a real focus for them. And they've already gotten off to a really great start. He said this past year in Japan, which is now the brand's fastest growing market worldwide, and the stock of Series X and S has been selling out of that country within minutes. Um, and that's not normal for Xbox, you know, especially in Japan. Um, it, it's been hard for them to sell over there. So that's extremely positive. Um, now, in, in one way, it's a little sad for for North American UK people because it's like, well, there'd be more consoles for us to buy if, <laughs> if they weren't pushing, they weren't doing it globally, but... It's all good. It, it's all good. The bigger the brand, uh, the better. Um, now, so the last thing, and I thought this was really cool, was Ryan asked Phil about, well, people keep saying, well, Game Pass can't succeed. It's not sustainable. Um, and I kind of, and, and I think he's just, this is what he hears. I don't believe that he himself believes it, um, but um because I, I think, how can it not be sustainable? Uh, Netflix, anybody? Um, you know, this this Netflix is huge. Hulu, um, everybody's moving to streaming. Every service, everything is moving over to streaming services. That's how Game Pass is doing. And they're just the first ones to really, I think, really do it. Um, but so Phil talked about a lot of different benefits. And I definitely recommend going to listen to the IGN episode 500, the podcast unlocked to, to hear his response. Cause I don't think I was able, I don't, I didn't get everything captured and I'm, I was trying to remember everything that he said, but one of the things he was talking about the benefits of game pass is that new studios are able to get an exposure, uh, get exposure. That's not so easy to do in, in other, um, on other hardware. In fact, was very interesting right after this there was an article 
where a dev is criticizing Sony's handling of indie games, saying he'd love to get his titles on Xbox Game Pass. Um, so some of his tweets here that he stated out was... Uh, okay, I'm, I am mad enough to burn some bridges because honestly, what's the point of a bridge that I'm not allowed to cross? So here's a <laughs> thread about Platform X. I will not be defining Platform X, but it's the operator of a very successful console and does not have Game Pass. Platform X gives developers no ability to manage their games. In order to get promotion, you must jump through hoops, beg and plead for any level of promotion, and a blog is not as good as they think it is. If Platform X doesn't like your game, no fanfare, no feature, no love. Uh, Next one was, okay, I'm getting a lot of questions, so it's probably worth clarifying a few things from my end. Every game we publish is pitched to every platform to gauge interest. We launch everything on PC and Switch, as it's the systems are the simplest and the revenue is reliable. I would love my games to be in Game Pass, but that's an Xbox decision. Game Pass was amazing for Sinner. None of the platforms are perfect, and none of them are worth your undying loyalty. Support game creators rather than platforms. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, so... I mean, he, so he, he, we, we obviously know this is Sony he's talking about because he talks about what well, we publish on uh, um, PC and, and, and Switch. Um, he wants to be on Xbox, so what's left? Right. <laughs> There's only well, one left. Yeah, that's, yeah. And, and I mean, and Phil went into like good details. Like I thought when he was talking about like, he's like, well, developers that come on Game Pass are third party when they were talking about third party. He's yeah. like, you know, they're they're in two positions, really. They're either I want to build a game or I have a game, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, if it, if they want to build a game or in the or in the early stages of a game and they want to be on Game Pass and Microsoft floats money some money to them and puts them on Game Pass, he goes, that's kind of seen like as a second party. And the key part that I heard him say that is when you think second party is I got an exclusive, we're giving you money, you're going to be with us, right? That's that's a right. second party. Returnal for PlayStation is a second party. Well, now it's technically first party because they just bought that studio, which is not allowed to buy studios. You have to morph them in to your thing, remember? Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he talked yeah. about that. But then when he said second you know we kind of float the money we get them on the service they're allowed to go to other platforms they're allowed to sell their game they don't do that and i'm just like that's great and he and then he said for the other people that may have it on their platform and they just want to put it on there you know it's to help get that exposure and stuff and he says you can tell how successful it's going by the companies that show up multiple times so these games that you see on here, if you see the second version, the third version, or or more of their games, that's because they are making money because of being on Game Pass. And Game Pass, he did state that Game Pass is a revenue stream. Yeah. So they are they are making money, and the money comes into a bucket, and that's kind of what they what the money they have to also play around with to maybe do things or, or you know also fund their games. So they're funding their games. See, that's that's the big thing is how can they afford to play for a halo if they're going to put it on game pass for free? And it's like, well, it's not free for one, Yeah, but they take money out of that revenue stream to pay for their first party games. And also, you know, kind of help for these other things. Cause companies may not be coming to game pass saying you pay me, I'll put my game on game pass. It's more of, Hey, can I be on game pass? 
you know, like, and, and they work those deals however they work them. Like I said, they right. could be like almost like a second party or, or late in the game or, or whatever. But when he was explaining that, I'm like, so he is definitely saying it's revenue. And he's explaining like how it's kind of working, right? Because I took that and I was like, because you got the other side that says it's not sustainable, like they can't do it. Like it's a game pass is a fail. It's going to fail. It's not doable. Right. So I was just like, well, if I take, you know, you could take Nintendo or I could take Sony. I just took Sony cause they have, they have, um, they've been putting out their numbers. Right. So for the PS five, they, let's say they have 8 million PS five sold. They have two $70 PS five only games. I'm not doing dark souls because it's a remake. So I'm, I'm using returnal and ratchet. Right. If all eight million console player PS5 people, which we know some of them are scalpers, right? If all eight million bought those two games, it would be one billion one hundred and twenty million dollars. One billion one hundred and twenty million dollars. That's how much money they could make total right now. Right. But if they took all their first party games and, and I'm saying like if Sony made a game pass type scenario, they didn't ha- they wouldn't have to have all the third party stuff. They could literally just focus on their first party first because they have a lot of good first party games. Yeah. But if they took all their first party games and sold it for nine ninety nine or ten dollars a month in one year, they would make two billion four hundred million. Over double over double is what they would make. In a in a year, and and I'm talking over the calendar year because this year, well, then they're going to release they're going to release one more, which is um, Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Or Horizon, uh, the Wild the West one. Sorry, I can't remember the the name of that one. But they're going to release that, so they're going to have three games, you know. But I capped the yearly game the Game Pass sales at ten dollars. I capped it at twenty million people. Do you think only 20 million people are going to sign up for a, a, a Sony Game Pass? Uh, on day one, yeah. <laughs> exactly, on day one. Because I'm, th- I'm sitting there thinking uh, it'd be more of like probably 30, 40, 50 million people yeah, would prob- sign up for yeah. that. If it, if it included day one of all their first party and all their existing first party games, because we've said it, like I'd be there day one, right? So how is it not sustainable when when they're saying that only exclusive games matter, right? Only console sales and only exclusive games matter. And I just showed a way that they could double their profit in a year. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, I, maybe I, I, I mean, maybe I just don't understand it. You know, I'm, I'm too stupid to understand that how that wouldn't work. So, but yeah. I, I just loved when he explained it. It was so good to hear him explain that. And that's the first real explanation we've gotten of it, which was, I was surprised he answered it, but I'm glad he did. Yeah. He, so. he also mentioned like that you can be in game pass, but you're allowed to be on other platforms too. So they're, right. they're not, they're not limiting, you know, they're not saying, well, you can be in game pass, but you can't be on PlayStation. You can't be on switch. You right. know, they're not doing that. They're, they're, yeah. they're allowing you to come in here and also still be on other platforms. He also talked about you can be in our store and be sold at full price if you want. So you can be in Game Pass, but you're also making Xbox also making the game. They're not limiting it and saying you have to be on Game Pass to play this game. They're like, well, no, you can pay it full price if you want and buy it outright on, on the Xbox or on PC. 
or on on Switch or on PlayStation. There, right. so you know, it's just giving the devs another option. Um, also, like you think about like that Yakuza series, they weren't making anything on those older games. No, now all of a sudden those games are available in the service. People hear about it and there's a new one coming out. They're like, well, let me try this. You know, that new one looks really cool. Let me, but it's like the sixth or seventh game in the series. Well, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to jump in, but now I can play these others essentially, you know, as part of my service, kind of no additional cost. I can try them out. Oh, wow. This is a great series. They just, you know, now that developer just has a new fan increase their fan base by releasing right. old games to a service that, you know, they're going to get paid for those, but the consumer yeah. doesn't have to pay anything out of pocket per se, or they, they, you know, we tend to view it as, well, it didn't cost me anything because I'm just paying for, I'm paying for the opportunity to play games that come into the service. I don't know what's coming just like on a Netflix. I don't know what's coming, but right. you know, when they make something like, um, they do their, uh, originals, which is what Microsoft's first parties would be. Their originals, right. those are the exclusives, right? You have to have Netflix to see. Um, I can't even think of anything off the top of Stranger my head. Stranger Things. Thank um, you. Stranger yeah, Things is a perfect a one. one. You have to pay for the service to watch that, but then you also get all their other original content. Their their quote exclusives. Uh, HBO, right. same way. You wanna you wanna watch Westworld? You've got to pay for the service. HBO service, right? Um, yeah. And then you get everything else, like the Sopranos and whatever. Um, so, and those are all sustainable. They've proven it out. They all they all operate the same way, you know. Right. And uh, so, but again, what the beauty of Game Pass is, it's not being restricted, uh, you know. And even they're even going further with their with their first party stuff. You don't have to, as long as you're in the service. You can. You don't have to have the hardware on top of it as well, and that's what they're getting right. to. And everything eventually is going to be on the cloud, you know. So it's 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 very sustainable. Um, they are profiting, I and mean, he doesn't go in, and he's not going to give you all the 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 numbers. But he talks about a great deal of things that why it is a success. And I really love the fact, like you brought up, that you know, well, if it wasn't a success the same developers wouldn't be coming back game after game. You know, they wouldn't keep yeah. approaching like that one. I give you an example. The guy's like, I want to be in game pass. Phil's probably like, come on in. But he probably got right. some deal with Sony that doesn't allow him to do it. Yeah. So his next game, you know, just contact Xbox. They'll be like, yep, come on in, you know, because they want yeah. more content on their platform too. It benefits everybody. So, yeah, Kojima might be uh, signing up for Xbox. Did you see that? So not to sidetrack. Oh yeah, uh, it's, yeah. He signed a letter of intent. Supposedly, we'll know more <laughs> when it's a not a rumor. But yeah, yeah. But all right, that that's kind of it. I think that I don't know unless you guys had any other thing else of that interview that you guys thought of that you wanted to to share. No. That was a good hour. I will, I will say I did enjoy it. It, it was in. It was a good hour to sit there and listen to him. To him yes. Stuff, so. Yeah. In fact, I actually listened to it twice. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Because I wanted to go back and make, write some things down so we could talk about because it was really good. Oh, I do remember one. 
they aren't looking at the number of people that are in Game Pass and saying we he said he said like, you know, that's a revenue stream. And really the thing is 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 the way they sound the way I know I've already said this, the way it sounds is like all that money that comes in through that as revenue is almost out the door supporting the service, right? It's not like they're 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 not I don't think it sounds like they're too concerned about making profit on that revenue stream. You know, it it is profit, but they're taking that money and using it. They're not taking it to go buy yachts and yeah. you know and, and stuff like that. Now, I will say that is maybe that is a benefit I think of Xbox because Microsoft is so big. You know, like acquisitions of eight billion dollars already. You know, to buy Bethesda and and Zenimax and stuff like that. It, it's not like you know that came out of Game Pass revenue stream that came out of other buckets of money and stuff. So right. That, that's the other thing is is you know the more I sit there and think about it, like is it something Sony can do? They they probably can, but if they're so concerned, like if that literally takes all their money away that they use to purchase things, then I could see them saying like, okay, we don't want to do that right now. So, um, but still, I, I just like the way he explained it. it. Was it was very good? But yeah, they they just want people in the the um, in the Xbox platform. That's the way they're looking at it. If we have people concurrently playing on our platform is what we want for our platform to grow. So. And Sasha Nadella's part of his bonus structure is growing Game Pass. Yeah. that's. <laughs> I remember reading that a while back where that's that's now part of his, his thing. So he's, yeah, they're going to want to... Because again, you've got to... You've got to spend money to make money. That's, you know... Yeah. And that's what they're going to do. The money that comes in, if they just hold on to it, then they're not going to be able to have content to put into it. You know, right. Netflix is spending billions of dollars on original content. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Microsoft has cha- changed their way of thinking on all their stuff years ago. Azure, Office, you know, Office 365, like like they've been a subscription service for a decade now. And they're they're still around and they're very very profitable. So, I mean, yeah. they obviously know what they're doing. So, but, all right. What's next? All right. So, Bron, uh, this this might have made you smile a little bit. Um, it made me smile. The uh, Battlefield 2042, um, I guess uh, it was revealed that the official console for Battlefield 2042 is Xbox. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so, yeah. To, to me on that, though, is for one, you know, it is the most powerful console on the face of the planet. Um, <laughs> I still don't <laughs> own one, but it is. Uh, the way I saw this is just is like market, like the marketing thing. Like anytime you see a commercial or or, you know, when you see a poster and, and all that stuff, it's going to say like, you know, best playable here or play it on Xbox or it's going to have the Xbox splash screen. You know, yeah. at the end, you know, the the only other thing I saw on this is like, OK, if this agreement's going on here, will we get the announcement for console players that Battlefield is in Game Pass? I think that's that's the one thing that hasn't been stated yet. And I think that would be probably the bigger excitement for, for everybody is another one of the big games coming out this year. And anybody that has Game Pass doesn't have to pay for it. Um, console only like out uh like out right. um outriders, outriders right yeah just like outriders so pc people you're still going to be paying for it i'm i'm definitely i'm already i've already pre-ordered so yeah. you know i'm not 
I'm not too bent out of shape on that one. But um, but if you know cross play and cross progression and stuff, maybe I can jump back and forth. So, well, but yeah, I thought it was cool. All right, and then I think you've got a rumor. Yeah, I just saw a rumor before the the show started. Is anybody who has been a long term gamer or as old as we are uh, remembers Quake? Um, and the rumor is, is that they will be doing a Quake remake. So, and P, a lot of people are excited because that's nostalgia type stuff, right? Um, uh, and of course, if they do make a Quake remake, it'll be probably on Game Pass and and locked down that way. But um, I don't know if you guys did. You guys ever play Quake? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> a so, lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and that's what the whole people were just like. Oh my gosh, this is exciting! Just because I mean, it's just a remake, you know. But it's again, it's going to be there so it's just a rumor right now but i wanted to put that in there because i when you see that type of game it's been around forever so rob and i know a guy that broke his mind broke broke his mouse during a round of quake (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. remember that rob yes i wasn't that that quake that we were playing or maybe that Uh, was unreal maybe it was unreal it was one of the two yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> unreal tournament i i didn't play as much quake as i did unreal tournament dude i love sniping in the two towers and unreal tournament man i was a uh, people hated me for sniping oh yeah so you, two you, towers. you could spawn you could spawn camp pretty good it's like as soon as you saw the flash of light you just pull the trigger <laughs> it's like boom headshot. Mm-hmm. it's like what i hated you yeah that yeah. was like one of my favorite maps yeah, that was that one. And in fact, that's the, I don't know if that was the map we were on, but that was the game where that guy broke his mouse. So that, oh, that, that was that, unreal then. Because yeah. I remember us playing that Two Towers map there. I don't know why that one stands out to me, but I remember that. And I think we had some people complaining about <clears throat> snipers as well, if I recall. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the newer version, uh, the newer, like, Unreal Tournament 2, or whatever the next version was. I can't, I can, I can see the box art in my head. They changed the sniper rifle to being like an, like a lightning gun. So it's like you would still get a hit, but sometimes you wouldn't get a headshot. But even on two towers, it was kind of the same thing, but you could still, some people could survive it. So, <laughs> but yeah, a very fun game. I played a lot of that. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else, guys, before we move nope. on? Nope, nope. Okay, Rob, Rob, Rob. What you got? Go us to tell what you got. What you got? What you got? Play. Give us a list of games that we can buy and play. Okay, Rob. For the week of July 5th through the 9th, there's uh, not a whole lot holiday weekend here in the united states or we're just coming off of one so uh, you know maybe it ha- that has something to do with it maybe it's because it's summer or maybe they're just saving everything for uh, the holiday season who knows but uh there's only six things i'll just go through them real quick we have uh blitz breaker coming out on july 7th this is optimized for the series x and x and s and it's smart delivery this looks very much like a game boy game i don't know why but that's the first thing that I think of when I see this thing, but it's uh, 
action platformer uh, with, they say, a big twist. Your character can't run. What? Whatever. <laughs> All right. So the next one is uh, Indigo 7 Quest of Love. Uh, this is a, a musical game where it's a fast-paced multiplayer puzzle game for up to four players. And, uh, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Crash Drive 3 on July 8th. For some reason, when I see this, I immediately think of Cell Damage. Do you guys remember that game from the original Xbox? It was like one of the first games that had cell shading uh, artwork on it. Yeah, you play a bunch of... You play a bunch of different uh, characters, very cartoony, and I want to say it was like that game and 13, I think, were the big ones to use the revolutionary. I, I remember uh, 13. Cell. Yeah, remember the, the cell shading thing. But uh, cell damage is um, in backwards compatibility. But uh, yeah, that's a fun little party game. But anyway, uh, this is a car driving, stunt, free roaming multiplayer game where you level up, play events, earn cash, and unlock cars and discover secrets. Uh, Blue Fire on the 9th, Xbox One X enhanced. With this, uh, you say explore areas with diverse enemies, uh, sharp. 3d platforming challenges quest collectibles and more than beasts of maravilla island on july 9th this is x enhanced xbox one x enhanced it's a 3d adventure game where you take uh the the role of a young wildlife photographer wait is this like pokemon or something i don't know anyway uh, it's a wildlife photographer who traverses Maravilla Island's magical ecosystem to discover extraordinary creatures. This is like Pokemon. Hmm. But uh, learn their behaviors and photograph their majesty. Imagine Earth on July 9th. It's optimized for Series X and S and smart delivery. Wasn't this a Kickstarter? I don't that know. Was, yeah. I don't remember no it was another game that was sort of like this This is one of those games where it looks like a like a real-time strategy game but you're playing on like a globe right oh uh, it alternates that because there was one that i remember we were talking about a long time ago where it was a kickstarter yeah i'm looking for it because it was a pc it. game yeah, yeah. um I'll find it here in a second. Yeah, but here you build global colonies on distant planets. Find allies, compete against rivals, protect your civilization. Planetary annihilation. Yeah. That was the one where you could actually jump jump one planet to another, and you could actually mm-hmm. rocket a planet into the other planet to destroy it and win the whole thing. It was nice. it was actually it's actually a pretty fun game. They they actually mm-hmm. tried to kickstart a, a second a second game called Human Resources, which was like robotic alien things that would eat humans because they were the human resources. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it didn't it didn't take off, so it was kind of a bummer. 
Okay. Then uh, we've got the last one is we said by Ku, uh, hundreds of melodies optimized for series X and S also on the ninth. And um, uh, through this, uh, man, this description doesn't give anything away. It says while visiting her sick father, college student, way. <laughs> way let's good. just say way yeah <laughs> accidentally encountered a girl playing a concertina although unlikely at first way becomes a good friend of lee the musician both act as ind- indispensable act as an indispensable tune in each other's life until one day someone unveils to way the cruel truth hidden under a fairy tale cover how vague can you be? Very. But that is uh, all six for that's all six that we have for July 5th through the 9th. Okay. <laughs> that's it for this episode. Thanks for learn. Thanks to learned your lesson for the music. And uh, you guys have anything else you want to mention before we close out? Yeah. What's our game for July? Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was going to make two suggestions. We could either play that animal game, which, oh, man, it's like where they're fighting. Gang, gang beasts. beasts. Yeah, gang beasts or maybe uh, going under, which is a, it's a Team 17 game where oh. it's basically like a dungeon crawler, but you're set like in some kind of, tech city so instead of going through caves and stuff like that you're like going through buildings and using office stuff as weapons any thoughts I would say I'd say the gang beasts because maybe we can do a can we get people on to play yeah yeah let's do it and do a community thing maybe Let's go with Gang Beasts. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. I will post that out to the Facebook group, and we'll go with it. And will we be back Thursday, or in a few short days, to get back on schedule? Sure. Yeah. Work. All right. Maybe it'll be a short show. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Oh, and I do have... um, So I did buy another Elite Controller... So I do have a 14-day uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate code to give away. So um, I'll post that up. I'm just going to say sometime this week in our Facebook group. Um, we also there's another one out there. I don't know if it's been taken yet, but um, oh, I'm trying to who I'm trying to remember who it was that offered it up. Um, they did the same thing. They got the same thing in. Oh yeah, uh, Shamik's got one. So I don't know if you guys. Let's see. Let me double check if it's been taken yet. Uh, I think it's still available. So it looks like there's going to be two of them out there. Um, but uh, I actually did tag on to his his notice. So if anyone's looking for one, um, reach out to Shamik and then myself. And if we don't get any takers in the next couple of days, then I will just post it out there for first come, first serve. So, all right. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's it then, right? So. I'm Mark AK Wingman 709, taking off. I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch y'all next week. And I'm Brun BJ Swick33. Have a good one. <laughs>